this is what I believe the Lord, the Lord laid in my spirit to speak to you uh, tonight. We've been praying for the family. It is a burden that I've carried for, for a week or two now. Just saying we need to bring up the families. We need to bring up the families. A and I declare over your life that every reproach, every reproach over your family is canceled. It is broken in the name of Jesus. And I just need to, I just need to speak, to speak to us quickly on, on about seven, seven scriptures. I'll give you seven scriptures. So number one, you've already been talking about it a lot already tonight. Isaiah 54 verse 17. Isaiah 54 verse 17. And, and the word that the Lord laid to give to us is that no weapon formed against your family, formed against you, shall prevail. There's no weapon. And I need you to know that as you stand in the gap for your family, as you stand in the gap for your mother, for your father, for your brothers, for your children, as you stand in the gap for your uncles and your aunts, no weapon fashioned against you, formed against you, shall prevail. And tell you what, there are many weapons that are being formed. There are many weapons that are being fashioned against your life. But no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prevail. I want you to, to go out knowing that the reason that God will restore to you is because he says no weapon formed against you shall prevail. You see, in Joel chapter 2, verse 26 and, and, and 27, we know and we understand by now that, you know, there is the locusts, there is the palmer worm, there is the canker worm. I've told you about those before that come in and they destroy the fabric of our lives and they fight against the progress of our lives. But today God wants me to declare into your life uh, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every word that has been spoken against you shall not prevail. But you shall condemn. So Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. So you need to condemn. Words that you know, condemn them. When people say you will not prosper, say I will prosper. Because the word of God says I will prosper. When they say your family will not make it, say my family will make it. I've had people that have said, you, you will not go anywhere. And I told them, I'm going somewhere because God will prevail over you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I, I need you to, to, to understand that scripture and to put it down. When you will pray for your family throughout this month, I want you to know and to understand that that is a promise that God has given to you. In, verse, in, in the next verse, in, in the last part of the verse, it says, and this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. This is the promise. This is the inheritance. This is your right. This is what has been given to you that, and, 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 and that no weapon will prevail over you. You will inherit your inheritance in the name of Jesus. And the righteousness is of me. Or rather your right standing, your beauty is of me. Your beauty is of the Lord. And God shall make sure that his beauty shall come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. Let somebody shout amen. Number two, Psalm 68, verse 1 to 10. Psalm 68, verse 1 to 10. God will arise and scatter the enemies of your life. That's why reproach. You see, the, I want you to understand. I want you to understand something. I was, I was just, just at, looking at the scriptures and, and I was saying, but God, you know, we pray these prayers so many times. Why do we have to keep on praying for them? You know, and you begin to realize how war tends to happen. You see, we had World War I and we had World War II. 
and now people are talking there might be world war. So you understand. At least it gives you an understanding. That you see, if you're not careful, war may come again. This is why the world now is rising to say, Putin and Trump, please stop what you're doing. Mr. Who is Mr. Teki? Please stop what you're doing. Mr. Hazard, please stop what you're doing. Why? Because people do not want another third world war. I need you to understand that. Therefore, you need to know what the word of God says. That the enemies that are against your life, the Lord shall arise and scatter them in the name of Jesus. Every enemy that shall rise against your family, it shall be scattered in the name of Jesus. I've seen God scattering enemies. I can tell you when I was about to wed, I don't know why I have to tell you this one. There were some people that were saying, this, no, you will not do this, you will not do this. If you don't come and visit me, this will not happen, that will not happen. And I said, God, you are the fighter of the battle. You will make it beautiful in the eyes of the enemy. Arise, O oh God, and scatter the enemies. You know what? How God scattered them. Those people never came to my wedding. They had invitation. They had said they would come and we'll see. They saw from their house, but not in the place of my wedding. Why? Because God arises. There were some people, ah, you want to show off? We will show you. They came late. The wedding was over. Why? Because God arises and scatters your enemy so that you'll be able to make continuous progress. Everything that fights against your family, the Lord will arise and scatter them in the name of Jesus. And this is what he says in Psalm 68. I can't read the whole, the whole, the whole Psalm, but I need you to understand this. He says in verse 5, oh, this is closed. Who's got verse 5 for me? Verse 5. Verse 5 says, come on, are your Bibles closed? Yes. Yes. A father of the fatherless. So if you have no father, I want you to sing, I have a father, he'll never, never fail me. I have a father who'll never, never fail me. Jesus is my father, he'll never, never fail me. Rock of ages, never, never. I have a father, I have a father, who'll never, never fail me. Come on, I have a father who'll never, never fail me. Jesus is my father, he'll never, never fail me. Rock of ages, never, never. Who never fails, I have a father will never never fail me. I have a father who never never fail me. Jesus is my father, he'll never never fail me. Rock of ages, never 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 fails. I have a father who'll never never fail me. I have a father who'll never never fail me. Jesus is my father, he'll never never fail me. Rock of ages, never who are you who needs to know that you have a father? Who never, never fail me. Come on, somebody. I have a father who never, never fail me. Jesus is my father. He'll never, never fail me. Rock of ages, never, never fail me. Oh, I have a father who never, never fail me. I have a father who never, never fail me. Jesus is my father. He'll never, ever fail me. Rocco Faces never ever fail. You have a father. I have a father. Almighty Father. He is King of Kings. Lord of Lords. I have a father. Have a father. I have a father. Almighty Father, He is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. I have a Father, Father, 
my ever father almighty father he is king of kings lord of lords i have a father so i need you to know that you have a father because he's a father to the fatherless where your father has not been the right father you have a father in heaven you see i went through a time where there was challenge where you are sometimes asking is this my parents see when i declare that i'm going to be a preacher of the gospel and they said what and you wonder is it better that i is it not better that i be preaching on buses or you'd rather be hearing that i was drunk at the beer bottle store and they just could not understand why such a brilliant young man who they said this one we have so much hope for this is going to be a preacher how can you become a preacher and they struggled with that for almost two years and then i was crying one night crying one night and the lord ministered to me that you know what when you forsake all for me i will give you fathers and mothers many more besides when i woke up the next morning and i went to church i was surprised with how many mothers were in church everybody was calling you my son my son my son come and eat at my house come and do this at my house if you're hungry don't worry just come and i was thinking so much love from strangers and then i got to know that when you don't have a father there is a father in heaven and that father in heaven has now changed my mother and my father and now when my mother calls me she calls doctor pastor how are you why because the father of fathers the father of the fatherless changes things around i see a change in your life god says i must declare that there is a change in your life he takes the solitary and he places them into families he takes those that are alone and he gives them somebody to stand with he takes those that have nobody to cry upon and he gives them somebody to cry upon the lord is a father he stands with you when nobody is there let god arise and let the enemies be scattered your father will take care of that. When you have no defense, God will be your defense. He already told you that the battle is not yours, but it is mine. I confirm that word. When I walked into this place, I was reminded of that scripture in 2 Corinthians Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 12, chapter 20, where God was saying, you will not need to fight this battle. And then in the praise and worship, the two pastors spoke that same word. And I said, yes, the Lord is here in this place. I know something was saying in my heart, somebody is ready, is ready, is ready, is ready. You are ready to be a pillar in your family. Why? Because you have a father who stands with the fatherless. He is your defender. He says, he says this in verse 10. Oh, I love this one. This came, one came up in the morning. He says, thou, verse 9, thou, O God, did send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. The congregation has dwelt therein. Thou, O oh God, has prepared of thy goodness for the poor. There is something where you are poor in the place of having, needing a father, needing a family, where you are poor in physically, poor spiritually. God has prepared a place. There is a refreshing that comes upon the family in the name of Jesus. I need to prophesy to somebody linked to this word that up to now, the family, your family has been draining you. 
But God has prepared something for the poor. Your family is rising up. From now on, they will not drain you. You will be blessed beyond measure as you are a blessing to them, but they will not drain you. Why? Because God is preparing something even for the poor. There will be abundance for you so that whatever you have, you will not lack because you have blessed your people. You know, sometimes you lack because you have blessed someone. But God was saying that as I have prepared a place, I have prepared water, I have caused water to flow in the desert. It's so that you will have more than enough. Joel chapter 2 verse 27 says you will be satisfied. You will be satisfied. Number three, number three, the Lord, the Lord said I should tell you that whatever you have not birthed until now, now it's coming forth. Whatsoever you had not birthed until now, now it will come forth. It, it has all to do with things going on in your family line. It goes on in your life. It goes on in your children. It goes on in your, in your parentalhood. It go, things that were supposed to have been birthed, things that were supposed to have been materialized, realized, God is saying those things are going to begin to, begin to materialize now. Where, where this is why the reproach is broken. So that those things that were supposed to have been will now become in the name of Jesus. And so he, 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 he reminded me of the scripture from Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. And it says, Sing, O barren, thou who did not bear. Break forth into singing, this is prophetic, and cry aloud, thou that did not travail with child. You begin to cry before the child has come. Because the child is coming. A child is coming. Tell your neighbor, a child is coming. A child is coming physically, spiritually, materially, whatever you must give birth. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming in the name of Jesus. It's like an ostrich egg. An ostrich egg. You know, an ostrich egg, it's big. It takes the ostrich some effort to lay it. But you are going to lay it. You will not fail to lay it. Why? Because sing, O barren woman. And the Lord not only says sing. He says, enlarge your tents. Verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent. Why? Because more shall be the children you will have than those. So you see, your capacity has to be bigger because you will jump above those that had gone ahead of you. Ah, you don't understand what I'm saying. Enlarge your tents. Enlarge your tents. And, 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 and likewise, in likewise, verse 3 says, Thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. There is an inheritance for you. Let me give you this one. Let me give you this one. There is an inheritance that you have fought for. There is an inheritance. Something that you have been fighting for. To inherit. To get. And people have been blocking you. It's blocked here. Blocked there. You have gone to this court. They blocked it. Gone to this judge. They blocked Gone to this lawyer. Says, I can't handle your case. But I believe God. I believe God is saying to you, he's saying to you, I have fought that battle. Numbers 27, verse 4 to 10. Numbers 27, verse 4 to 10 talks about a story of some sisters who had, who had, who had, who came to Moses and said to Moses, you are giving out land, but you're only giving out to the men. However, we are daughters of a man, but our father died. He died in the wilderness. He could not make it here to receive his own portion. However, we are his daughters. Give us also a portion. That is your story. And the Bible says in that verse 7, listen to this, listen to this. No, 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 verse 7, verse 5, verse 5. I, I said verse 7, verse 4, sorry. Numbers 27, verse 4, 2 to 10. But verse 5 says, And Moses brought their cause before the Lord. Tonight, God has brought your cause before the Lord. 
when the Lord showed me this in the morning, I was praying all day to say, rather it was yesterday, to say, God, this cause of this daughter of yours who has been denied her inheritance, who has been denied her possession, Lord of your son, whom his inheritance has been snatched away, whose his inheritance has been taken away from, ripped from him, and he's tried this one and there's a blocker, tried that one and there's a blocker. Lord, I bring their cause before you. And the Lord says, yes, listen to this. Listen to this. When I came to the scripture, my heart was touched. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, The daughters of Zelophehad speak right. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren. Thou shalt surely. You shall surely. Everybody say, I shall surely. Receive my inheritance. You will receive your inheritance. Whatever you came here to get, you will get it. It is your inheritance. You will receive it. Whatever has been taken away from you, you will get it. Well, the house they took away and they said you are only a child. Now they don't want to give it back. They will hand it over to you. And not only that, you will receive your portion and a double portion over in the name of Jesus. They will give you with profit. I was telling you the other day, the other day that, that I have a testimony. So some time ago, some time ago, they said, you know, you are due either to change your job or to change to something else. But I need you here. So, okay, fine. If you need me here, you've got to make sure I'm satisfied to stay here. It's a negotiation. And so my, they started to do whatever they do. Two people blocked the process. In the midst of blocking the process, I, I, said, I said to whoever was, was helping me with this and fighting for me, I said, you know, I will not speak to you about it because I know God will give me my inheritance. It is you who shall take this story up. So every time we met, he would report, I've done this, I've done this. Okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Why? Because I pray to the God of the fatherless, the Lord who knows to give an inheritance. And then in the fullness of time, God came one day. And, 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 and after one prophetic night like this, where we were encouraged to play left, right, and center, and prophetic words began to come, I went back and I said, God, remember, you are God who gives the inheritance. My cause has been raised up to you six, seven months ago. And in the seventh month, they said you have been remembered. We will give you inheritance now, but we'll backdate it to when we should have given it. Do you hear what I'm saying, people? Everybody under the sound of my voice, the inheritance that you must get, God will make sure that that inheritance comes to you. The family inheritance that you thought was lost, it is not lost. Why? Because God will fight for it. He says, give them a portion. They must get the inheritance among their brethren. Tell your neighbor, I will get my inheritance. Let me, let me give you this one and then we close. You are honorable. God said, I need to tell somebody you are honorable. Because of the prayers that you've prayed today, you are honorable. And you will be honored amongst your brothers. First Chronicles, First Chronicles chapter 4 gives us a story of Jabez. In verse 9, the Bible says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Why? His mother had borne him in sorrow, called him sorrow. But he prayed, like you have done tonight. And I tell you, you guys have prayed. Ah, you, you don't believe that you prayed. You guys have prayed. If you prayed, say amen. amen. You guys have prayed. I could feel it in my spirit. I, I, I could feel the power in my spirit. There was, there was a point I, I was just tired this, the, today. I, I just struggled through the day. And, and, 
and, and, and, there, and there were things that were heavy on my heart, apart from the prayers, but there were just things that were just heavy on my heart. But when I came in here and I heard your prayers from the beginning until now, I know you've prayed. There's something that is broken through to the heavens. And you are more honorable than your brothers. Now here, this is what I heard God say. See, Jabez became more honorable than his brethren. And, and his, honor, his, his honor placed him above the curse above the place where he was below you will not be below but you'll be above you'll not be behind but you will be ahead but not only that you will become a blessing oh yes i know there are some people that want to be a blessing you will become a blessing so jabez became more honorable than his brothers why because he called upon the god of israel and the bible says god granted his request your request will be granted in the name of jesus i know some of you guys prayed for your mother your request will be granted I was praying for one of my brothers who has had a series of things that have gone well. At the last moment, it's cut short. And one day I was just talking, talking to, to one of the fathers and says, ah, you know, you need to pray for your brother. And I said, yes, I understand. I understand because he's excellent, brilliant in so many things, top of his class, selected to do all kinds of things because of his excellence. But everything just seems to stop at the moment of his stepping over. And I said, God, no more under my watch. And God says, I've heard you. I don't know who has been praying such kind of prayer. God is saying, I have heard you. I've heard you. And God will grant you that request that you ask for. Where there's been no children in your family, you shall be the first one to have children. In the name of Jesus. I need to stop on this one. He says in Isaiah 49, verse 24 to 25, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? You see, this one the Lord laid on my spirit because he says sometimes people don't, don't, don't believe because of the things that they've been through. You see, when somebody has been, let me give you, let me give you a story. I, I, I've prayed for somebody who has gone through a tough time under demonic oppression. And so you pray for them and the demon manifests and they are rising up and telling you, will I, will I be able to walk free? Will not this demon come back on me? And, and you pray for them again. And, and they, they, I feel so light. But pastor, I don't know. Won't it come back on me? Why? Because the demon has terrorized them so much that now they believe the demon is more powerful than Jesus. But I want to remind you there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the blood. I, I, I know a pastor. One pastor who, who, who was telling me a story about how they said everybody must come to the village to do rituals. You know, understand rituals. All kinds of rituals. And so when they sit around the village, they bring a bull and they are all dancing around this bull. And one young man is given all kinds of clothes and jewelry and all kinds of things. And after some time of dancing, singing one song, this is why I told the choir, I don't like one song, one word songs. Huh? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 20 minutes, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, that's what they used to do when they wanted spirits to come on them. Do you know that? Yeah, you, see, you, see, you sound like you don't know. Yeah. Go and watch Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. they've, they've documented it in Harry Potter. Or watch your Nigerian movie. See, this is why I don't like some of those Nigerian movies. There's some witchcraft somewhere. And they scream and scream and they sing one word throughout, just like the demon is screaming one word throughout. No, you need to be careful. But let, let, let me leave that. I need to give you communion in a moment. So, 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 he would get there to the village. And when he sat there, and the elders said, young man, we need you here. He said, I don't want to come because I'm now born again. You must come. Okay, I will come. So he comes, they sit there. 
and they would sing and sing and sing. You know, like the prophets of Baal that sang all through the night. But demon doesn't come. Spirit doesn't come. Grandfather doesn't come. Uncle doesn't come. Grandmother doesn't come. The next door neighbor also doesn't come. The dog does not come. You see, the snake does not come. He's just sitting there. Why have you wasted my time? I thought you said you wanted somebody to speak here. Why have you wasted my time? And then they went away. Next time, they, everybody must gather again. We will try again. They tried. Nothing happened because he was there. You understand what I'm saying, church? The captive of the mighty can be taken away by the Lord. And while he was there, one of the witch doctors then said, Ah, now I know why the grandfather and the uncle and all these ones are not coming, including the snake. It's afraid of this young man. Send this young man away. And the young man said, Well, why should I go away? He said, There's something about you. He says, Yes, it is Jesus. All those that want to follow Jesus, follow me. And some of them followed. Those that remained, the moment he left away with them, the spirit started coming. Why? Because he knows. And he knew who his Jesus was. I need you to know who your Jesus is. I need you to understand who your Jesus is. He is powerful. If he can deliver he, me, he can deliver you. If he can deliver those that have been demons. I've seen a, 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 somebody who was possessed by a snake and tried to bite me. Have you ever seen a human being try to bite you? Not what Suarez does. You know, Suarez also needed to be delivered. You know, the football player. Needed to be, they need to exercise him to, to stop biting people in football. But, but you know, this one was serious. But we serve a God that is mighty. We serve a Jesus that is higher than the, 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 the Papa and the Ogai and whoever else, the Guatakwata of your village. God is greater than that witch doctor and the witchcraft that has been done all over your family. God is more than, he says you will eat poison and you will not be harmed. You need to believe it. I've eaten poison and I've survived. God has rescued me. Preached the gospel. And the poison was boiling in the stomach. And after I've said, in Jesus' name, amen. Those that want to be born again, come. You feel like, oh, Jesus. God, do not embarrass me. Why? Because the poison is working. But I prayed for the people. They got born again. They got delivered. In the process, God delivered me also. So I know that God, your God, Jesus, your Jesus, is more than able to deliver. Shall the prey of the mighty be taken away? Yes, you can be taken away and brought into the kingdom of the almighty God. And God wants you to know that. And I need you to stand in the gap for your family. This is why we've had these prayers today. That you can stand in the gap for your family. You see, when we're praying for the children... God just, just laid, the Holy Spirit was just prompting me to say, Father, fight the battle for our children. Because there's all kinds of sexual immorality. There's all kinds of things they see on phone. Now it's in internet and telephone and tablet and TV. All these, all these things are all fighting for their soul. God must fight for them. And then the teachers themselves are trying to be correct. God must fight for them. The neighbor is also trying to be correct. God must fight for them. I was picking up my child one day and they said, these children have no father. Why? Because the mother has gone and bought seed. Just have baby because I want to have baby. And they've said, these ones have no mother, but they have two fathers. But one of the father is a mother. You understand what I'm saying? And, and so there's something in those children as they grow up. Even when they say we are born normal, they cannot be normal because there's a spirit that fights for them. That fights for their soul. See? I, I look at Madonna inherit, taking children from Africa and I say, God, this must stop in the name of Jesus. Why? Because she exposes them to all kinds of occultic things. And we need to pray for our children. 
Nowadays, children are taken away into suicide because of the games they play on the phone. Children are sexually abused because they are groomed on the phone. Parents, check the phones of your children. Watch what they are doing. Know who they are chatting with. Know who they are talking to. Even check your wife and your husband's phone. It is okay because they might be lured away unknowingly. But God is able to fight your battle. Every weapon fashioned against you shall not prosper. I want you to stand with me in the name of Jesus. We're going to take the communion quickly. It is a prophetic communion 